0: everyone, welcome back to the Glass Seats podcast. This is our show where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. This is Viddy. And my name is Bernal. And this week in hockey, we are almost ready for the regular season. So close. So close you can taste it. Have you been uh, catching up on any preseason? Enjoying any of the preseason action? I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching more highlights, to be totally honest, here and there. Um, but I have been checking the schedule over and over. You know, now that it's actually October, uh, it feels a lot more closer. And um, it's nice to see, like, especially when you check on Google or NHL, where it says NHL preseason, and then it just disappears. Yeah. And then the actual games start. It's like, oh, finally. And every day, it's one swipe less to get there. One oh, like, swipe Yeah, basically. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. One swipe less to get there. Um, yeah, but very excited. Ready for, the, ready for the season to start. Yeah, and by the time you're listening to this episode, um, we'll just be a few days away. Just a weekend and Monday away mm-hmm. from uh, the regular season starting. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are we doing today? Um, we decided to take a little bit of a break from the NHL news cycle. You know, mm-hmm. it's preseason. We talked about some stories last week. Yeah. I think we've armed our audience with Majorly, what you need to know to get into the season and mm-hmm. get started, right? But I think uh, we'll take this episode to kind of check in a little bit. Yeah, have a little chat. Have a little chat. We're going to talk about you know why we we're watching this season. What are we excited for? What are we not excited for? Yeah, and just generally, you know, ignite our love for hockey the week before the season starts. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so let's get started with the positive. Yeah, what are you looking forward to most this NHL season? So I know you said uh, or you asked. Have you been watching preseason? I haven't watched too much preseason, but I have watched one person in particular, Connor Bedard, oh, and I've yeah. watched some of those uh, some of those games that he was playing. And he he said, you know, oh, I, I could have been better. And I was like, dang, you already put up two assists. One was on an overtime game winner, and you're saying you're you didn't have a great game. And he was dangling through players, and oh my god, wow, the preseason yeah. he has already been putting up is. Uh, He's been an exciting player to watch. And, you know, hopefully the expectations don't undermine his, uh, his on-ice performance. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how he adapts to the pressure. Yeah, so that's my positive right now. It's a difficult situation they put him in, right? Yeah. Like, this is uh, 18, 19? It's probably 18, right? 18, I think 18. 18-year-old kid yeah. that they've said, save the franchise. And this is an original six franchise. The yeah. Chicago Blackhawks just came off of three cup wins. Right. And so. your um, previous leadership is gone. Yeah. Taves and Kane are gone and they immediately put him in. You yeah. Know, ideally, they, I think they would have liked some overlap between those two. Right? Yeah. Like maybe a season would have been nice. But it, yeah, e- even then there's like this is really in a weird way that he's 18 and this is his team now. Yeah, Ooh. it's it's his team. Yeah. <laughs> and like they brought in some guys like uh, Taylor Hall, Corey Perry, Nick yeah. Foligno, but like Everybody knows that this is Bedard's team, right? right. Was that uh, were those players added after he, they won the draft lottery? I can't remember. Yes, they were added okay. during free agency. Okay, got it. So that was intentional, probably. Yeah, to make absolutely. sure he was he's intentional because they're yeah. obviously going to build this team around him, but they were just trying to make sure like he's not overwhelmed. Yeah, and it's just veteran presence, right? Yeah. You know, like you can't just put him out there with a bunch of scrubs and yeah. be like, good luck. Yeah, I did see they also refuse not refuse but they declined to uh name a captain this season so yeah i guess i mean that's good they have a they have four assistants i think um but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how he adapts and learns this year Um, yeah i think they're just giving everybody a shot here right like there's no way that you would have named bedard captain now of course not that would have been stupid yeah Yeah, so it would have been someone like seth jones maybe yeah but it would feel temporary wouldn't it Mm -hmm. like you know this is gonna be bedard's team eventually I mean, nothing will feel as temporary as um, Mark Giordano in Seattle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Being named a captain for a half a season, but... I, I think that, you know, expansion franchise is different, right? Is it? Like, yeah, because, you know, you want your fans to be like, okay, who are the stars in this team? Who do we root for? And it's already uh-huh. putting Mark Giordano. And I think when Seattle did their expansion draft, it was intentional. They picked mm-hmm. him being like, this guy will lead our first season. Right. Right. And everybody knew that he was going to be sent at the trade deadline anyway, mm-hmm. but that's like months away. Right. So I now guess, for yeah. all the beginning of the season interviews and everything, they're like, who do we go to? Mark Giordano. He okay. just became this lightning rod for all that attention. Right? Got it. Okay. That and makes sense. Actually, that's exactly what Chicago is doing too. Right. Like you can't just lightning rod. I mean, they're still going to try, but on Connor Bedard. Right. Mm-hmm. They, if there's all these interviews and he doesn't feel like doing one, they're like, okay, here's Taylor Hall. Yeah. It's not like a nobody. People yeah. know Taylor Hall. That's a first overall pick. Yeah, won the heart a couple of years ago. Won the heart a couple of years ago. And, you know, has been famous in a lot of trades. Yeah. That's a name recognition player, mm-hmm. right? Here's Corey Perry, Stanley Cup champion. Mm-hmm. Our um, Rocket Richard winner. Mm-hmm. Like, there's names you can put out there in front of them, uh, whereas Bedard doesn't have to do everything himself. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the media presence, journalism, also changes in Chicago. Ho- obviously, we're not... Hopefully, it doesn't get to the point of, you know, where it drives players away like it did in Toronto. But I feel like just this is a star a star of that caliber. Journalism in in the NHL is going to change. And like you said, it's still an original six team. That's a lot of pressure on, on an 18-year-old kid. So. Yeah, like we're talking like back to... Oh seven, oh eight when like Kane and Taze were coming on the scene, right? I can't remember where it was Chicago they weren't like on the verge of bankruptcy. That was Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah, Pittsburgh when and Crosby, Crosby came in. But Chicago was not doing well at all. Like yeah. in terms of finances and Chicago stuff. pre-Kane and Taze was not a good team. Yeah. But they were like struggling to even like sell tickets and yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. So okay. They had, they had a lot of issues and yeah. like that um That dynasty run in the late 2000s into the early 2010s, mm-hmm. like really revitalized that franchise. Mm-hmm. And that's an '06 franchise, right? That is true. Yeah. So, f- yeah, that's a big media market, especially for hockey. Yeah. So, it, yeah, we'll we'll see how he handles it, but I mean, it's it's been really good to see him uh, kind of thrive so far in the preseason. Yeah, do you see that translates. nasty toe drag he had. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> i was like no way oh he's my already, god that was his like first or second first shift. preseason game yeah and he's just toe dragging people yeah and it, i don't think he was trying to show off i think that was just natural to him yeah he was just like i gotta get this shot and it's the best way around the defense yeah what, what was it like there's a phrase where you can't teach that in hockey school or something like that it just uh, i don't know yeah like gifted or something yeah that that talent kid, that's talent that kid is talented yeah um besides that i'm also excited to uh i'm just curious to see how you know players on new contracts new teams do and we've we talked about it in the past but there's a decent amount of change in you know the toronto pittsburgh um uh, boston chicago new york rangers areas uh, yeah the east coast or most of the east coast has been, had a lot of change this offseason i'm excited to see it is there one contract in particular you're excited to see how it works out um i mean obviously the carlson one but just with the way Toronto is cap strapped and the at Matthews extension, I'm really curious to see how they're going <laughs> to, you know, navigate this. Yeah, like what happens to Nylander yeah. and then Tavares and Marner the next season. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I saw like, you know, the they were releasing the headshots and Domi was there and um, Bertuzzi was there and I was like, oh. They're still there. <laughs> I kind of forgot. Like, yeah, they're really strapped for cap and the season's about to start. I don't know what they're going to do. So, yeah, they're talking about um, not being able to have like a 7th D on their roster. Oh, my God. Like they might just have the 20 people and that's it. Yeah. So if there's an injury and they're not LTIR eligible, mm-hmm. you just have to play short a game. Damn. Because the, for 82 if, games. For however long that person's out, okay. because um, if they're not LTIR, then they still count against the cap. Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's, yeah. The, again, I'm interested to see how they navigate it. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. If I'm a Toronto fan, I'm biting my nails off for sure. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, and also, yeah, just interested to see, like, you know, the post Bergeron era in Boston and, you know, things like that. And I, I guess Jonathan Quake and, you know, a couple other vets also signed in New York. And there was a lot of oh, yeah. vets that departed from uh, New York. You know, there's no Tarasenko. there's no Kane. Yeah, um, but Blake Wheeler's in there too. Blake Wheeler's in there, so yeah, a lot of change in the on the East Coast. And I'm excited to see that. But what are your one or two more most excited uh, excited for seasons this year? I want to see if what I talked about at the end of last season comes to fruition. Which one? Which is the golden strategy? Ah, yes. So I am big on like the management and uh, trades and pickups. You know, I I love that aspect of the game, mm-hmm. and um when the biggest won the cup i said this is going to change how contracts are managed yep and teams are gonna be a lot more ruthless it's just a matter of flexibility right Shit people out if you have to mm-hmm. um pay what you have to, to do that but if someone's better available you take them right yeah. and this season in particular uh because of the flat cap the cap did not increase between last season and this season didn't it i thought it went up like very little one, if it did. One mil or something. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of teams that are up against the cap, mm-hmm. which is when you're going to see GMs get creative. Yeah. So I want to see, like, I'm expecting a lot of big trades this season, basically. Okay. And I think that's very, very exciting, you know, especially for markets where big names come in and out. And things like that. Yeah. Uh, We talked about Winnipeg having a lot of players potentially available. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, Maybe even someone like the Washington Capitals might make players available, right? Mm -hmm. There's always one team who thinks they're going to be good and they aren't. Yeah. And then who knows that that'll be this year. Yeah. So I'm expecting a lot of trading and a lot of management moves to happen. And I'm excited to see kind of how that works out. Even um, last episode of the show, I talked about Tampa Mm -hmm. and how they're being kind of ruthless with Steven Stamkos. Yeah. Could you wow, imagine yeah. Stamkos um, moving? Like, I don't think he will, but no. I think they will eventually give him a contract, but they're, yeah. they're really like, I am shocked by the way they they've handled that so far. Yeah. I, it's just, I was like, I thought they were for sure giving him like at least a three, four year, like loyalty deal, I guess you could call it. Yeah. But, and the fact that everybody else on Tampa got extensions. Yeah. I, I was, Hagel, like, Colton. Yeah. I was like, I, I was really shocked by that. I, I yeah, I don't know. I'm hopefully he he retires, you know, in in the Lightning jersey. But yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if he's not there at they the end this of the season. To him last time too, right? They, wa- they? yeah, because there was a whole thing about Stamkos might be going to Toronto, Toronto. Yeah, before he signed his last contract, I thought that was just a hometown. Like, there's always the hype. Oh, if if a player's from Toronto, there's a chance he's going to Toronto. But I think it built up so much because they left it so late. Like it was getting to like free agency point where Toronto could have potentially signed them. Got it. Okay. I don't don't remember remember if it actually went past July 1st or not, but I I don't. Yeah. I, the only thing I remember from that is he went to go visit, uh, the lease and he was like wearing flip-flops and stuff. And they like had this super formal presentation and it freaked him out. And he was like, no. Yeah. So then it must've gone past July 1st, right? Because otherwise that would be considered tampering. tampering, Yeah. yeah, That's right. right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it might've actually, Mm -hmm. dang. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. That (laughs) kind of strange, um, to pay your captain like that, but yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We will see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think besides that, I'm just excited to have hockey back. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good prospects. Yeah. I'm ex- particularly for the Sharks. Yeah. I'm excited to see how the new guys do. So I'm looking at William Eklund and Thomas Bordalo. True. Yeah. I want to see if there's some promise there because uh, it's been pretty bleak for Sharks fans. <laughs> yeah. And it's looking pretty bleak in the future. Yeah. Like 2020 was when the sharks collapsed, right? So, and we keep saying the Vlasic contract is the, is the parameter for when we'll be competitive again. Yeah. So that means three years ago we collapsed and there's still three years to go on the Vlasic contract. Yeah. So we're right in the middle of the dark days right now. Yeah. So hopefully there's something to look forward to there. Yeah, exactly. In that case, uh, let's actually go to the other end of the spectrum. What are you not looking forward to this season? I think the biggest bummer this season, and I don't know if we talked about it on the show, was the them doing away with the specialty warm-up jerseys. Wow, I literally said the same thing. I said the same thing. Yeah, I I'm upset about that. Yeah. Like
1: I took the cowards way
0: out. Yeah. And I love collecting jerseys. You see them every week on the show. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. now there's less jerseys out there. Yeah. Technically they'll still be sold, but that's less exciting if nobody's worn them, right? Yeah. It's so the thing is it doesn't affect how the players play at all in the slightest yeah. but from a fan perspective it's like you're watching how teams change their their creative presentation and on social media pregame, and you know like the actual physical banners in the stands and stuff like that all changed too and it was interesting and we're not getting that this year it feels like a part of the fan aspect um has gone away again yeah, because so, like five players wouldn't want to wear a pride jersey yeah and Is that actually why? Is that the re- real reason? Like, there's I, no, I doubt they've put a real reason, but that's the real reason. Okay, got <laughs> it. Got it. Okay. Let's be real. Guys. Yeah. Come on, read the, <laughs> the room. elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Fair enough. Um, besides that, yeah, I'm the injuries have already sucked. It's terrible seeing Vassie out 10 weeks. Yeah, that's that is a brutal, brutal blow to the yeah. lightning. Uh, Logan Couture is out, yeah, that too. And they haven't put a timetable on him yet. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's already starting and it hasn't even started. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, not, not looking forward to those, but mostly, mostly the Jersey one that really bums me out. So yeah. And year after year, you see the league not really prioritize the fan experience again. Yeah. We talked about the ads already, right? Yes. Yeah. The gambling (laughs) ads or like the the board ads, the board ads, the Jersey ads, the helmet ads, there's ads everywhere now you know is there though jersey ads is only on like toronto and a couple big name teams right well that's just because other teams couldn't sell the ad but they're all allowed to oh i see okay i thought it was specifically targeted like no no no. every team can get an ad but not every team is able to find someone to buy the ad oh okay got it so it's just a matter of time right yeah dang yeah that's right yeah it's just gonna be it's not a question of if it's it's when it's when yeah (laughs) dang that sucks so like the big teams obviously are able to find sponsors easier Yeah. Right. Um, like I don't think San Jose has a jersey ad. No, I don't think they They will. did have a helmet ad for a while. I don't know if they still do. It's just SAP. Though. SAP, right? Yeah. Who owns the team? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And this is just another way where the fan experience is not really a priority. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, and honestly, it's I kind of want them to just like fix it in, in the sense that something different I would like to see uh, this year from the NHL. Is just please for the love of all that is holy, just make it easier to watch hockey. We also talked about this. Yeah, the nighttime. Yeah, it's just stop gatekeeping a sport you want us to watch. You know what I mean? Like, the Jersey thing is separate, but... Why why are you chasing money from advertisers and not your core audience? Yeah, exactly. I was like, the core audience is far more loyal than than any of the, the advertisers. As soon as there's some sort of scandal, I guess you could say, or any sort of like controversy, publicity going on, they're out. They're out. Yeah. They're not going to advertise there. You know what I mean? It doesn't even have to be your controversy. What yeah. If that company has a controversy, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're out. Like, and yeah. then you're shit out of luck too. Why didn't you just support the people who are supporting you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> essentially. And it's just just start listening to the fans' requests and and a little bit more in all aspects. And I'm not just saying you know make it easier to watch hockey. Obviously, that's the biggest one. But the, the thing with the with the jerseys and like, there's so many good like mockups out there. And there's get the fans involved in it. This yeah. is our sport, right? We, we've been supporting your league for how long? And w- sometimes we don't exist. We want to give you money. Yes. <laughs> just make it easy. <laughs> to give you money. Yeah. <laughs> this is like when you go to Chipotle and they're like, oh, it's $2 extra for guac. And we're like, we know. We know. Just, get <laughs> it just, it just take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they're like, no. We, that's, it's basically not selling guac. Yeah. That's what it is. So, no, they're selling the guac, but you got to go like five blocks down the road to the guac shop and then and on... hand it to them so they can put it in your burrito. Yeah, but if it's the third Wednesday of September, it's, it's, they're out of guac. <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. They make it way too hard and just, <laughs> it's just, just fix it. Just fix it. Like, yeah, freaks me out. Like, I, I wish they would just do something about it, but yeah. Sometimes you get there and it's, it's not guac, it's fucking. Apples. <laughs> apples you're like okay this is not what i ordered yeah <laughs> that's a that's a crime if i'm bite if i bite into a chipotle burrito and there's apples i'm fighting someone <laughs> absolutely what about pumpkin spice it's it, the season that might be worse too pumpkin spice chipotle oh my god <laughs> just just off me that is that is that is peak basic right there <laughs> yeah doesn't get any worse than that that's the that's the jersey ad i want pumpkin spice chipotle is there not a chipotle ad already i, f- I thought there I was does someone sponsored by chipotle I, I, I don't know i would not be surprised so my favorite so far is toronto's it just says milk. milk yeah, yeah. <laughs> again i was like looking through the instagram um the uh the headshots i guess for, yeah. for this year and they were all just clean jerseys and then milk yeah like, <laughs> i was like what am i supposed <laughs> this is guys really yeah. <laughs> just milk milk, milk. yeah <laughs> With John Tavares, no expression on his face. Milk. Milk. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I I would like to see the league care a little bit more about their fans. At least this year and and going on from here. And I actually want to address this question, too, right? What I want to see different. This, I think, ties into the fan experience, right? We haven't really talked about this, but there's a new Women's Hockey League Mm -hmm. um, starting up, right? uh pwho yeah Professional women's hockey league and what's different this time is they actually have a cba is it is this affiliated with the nhl it is not it is not so right now it is their own thing um they have their own cba and uh they're starting with six teams Mm -hmm. all on the east coast kind of ones in minnesota Mm -hmm. if that counts but midwest yeah yeah midwest to the east nothing out west yet got um so that's where they're starting right historically the NHL has not gotten involved in women's hockey because they didn't want it to be seen as taking over the sport or at least that's the excuse they would give. taking. What do you mean? What does because that even mean? At least until like, okay, I should start with when I first started paying attention to women's hockey, there was two leagues, mm-hmm. one in the U S one in the one in Canada, mm-hmm. the NHL didn't want to get involved with one over the, over the other mm-hmm. because it seemed like favoritism at the time. Okay. So this is, this is all what the NHL said. I'm not saying they're This is valid. like this is public. This like, is public. Okay. You can find Gary Bettman interviews. Okay. Where he said these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um but basically after the CWHL folded, the Canadian one, mm-hmm. then the NWHL became the PHF and all these things, um, a lot of players left because they said we well, won't play unless it's livable, or um, you know, we get certain uh you know livable wage we have yeah. sticks there's actual arenas to play in all yeah. these kind of things right they wanted a cba um so up until now the nhl hasn't really been involved outside of like they had that one all-star game yeah where they brought in the olympians yeah um even that was in the context of the olympics not like a professional women's right. league yeah right um so now there's a league with a cba I think that excuse is kind of gone for the NHL and yeah. it was an excuse. You could have gotten involved before, but yeah. I, I don't have high hopes for this, yeah. but I would love for them to, you know, use their power to kind of help grow the women's game as well. Yeah. And by that, what do I mean? I mean, things like in the markets where there's women's and men's teams, mm-hmm. double headers. Oh, you know? Okay. Or even if there's not, even on like just TV, mm-hmm. have it, have one before one after. Yeah. You know, um, use, like your power to get your NHL fans to watch women's hockey. Yeah. You already know they like hockey. Yeah. You know? Um just make it so that there's more eyes on the game. Would this be kind of like this is this is probably not. This is probably a vague example, but you know how the Clippers and and not the Kings, the Clippers and uh Lakers, yeah. they kind of share an arena and stuff like that? Yeah. Is this would would it be kind of similar where like it would be like the women's game before and then the men's game at night? Yeah, on the same I, ring type of deal. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Mm-hmm. Like I think technically the women's league women's arenas, not all of them are gonna be the same as the NHL arenas. I see. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah. But for a game or two, you can have them play. Yeah. And if you really can't, then at least on TV, right. You know, have it so that it's like back to back, right? Mm-hmm. Like imagine let's say Sunday, mm-hmm. you just have hockey all day. Yeah. You know, you can get the women's league involved, you can get the AHL involved, you can get the NHL. You know, you could just have it on all day. Yeah. And not me as a hockey fan. I'd love that. If I yeah. had a free Sunday. I would just turn it on. Yeah. It, it, the NFL already does it. Yeah. They just have games all Sunday. Even Saturday. Uh, college football is all day. Yeah. More college football is all day. Yeah. Right. So the women's league is already like at the tail end of NFL season. It starts in like January. Mm-hmm. So I think you could probably find a day, even yeah. if it's not Sunday. Yeah. To just have hockey on all day. Yeah. That would also be extremely helpful in the summertime. Yeah. how, how often, even even in these episodes, where it was just like, we don't have much to talk about, we're just going to talk about something else. I was yeah. like, you have an entire three-month slot where you could put women's hockey. Yeah, isn't that what the WNBA does? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, we can just do that. Obviously, there's like the temperature stuff. Yeah, that's a, that's like a, the ice isn't that great. Yeah, that's a concern. But I feel like that's solvable, right? Yeah. It's 2023. You can't get ice in the summer? Yeah, it's just, if you can go ice skating on like public ice in the middle of summer, I feel like you can... Okay. To be fair, they're probably expecting higher quality ice than what you and I public ice Of course, on, of but, course, yeah. yes. But, like, it's possible. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, there, yeah, there's there's a slot for this. And, yeah, it would be cool to see that and you will help out with that. Yeah, like, I don't have high hopes given the fact that five people complained about Pride jerseys and they decided to just <laughs> say, <true>. nope. <laughs> yeah, but, true. Um, yeah, that is true. You know, again, we want to give you money. Yeah. Just make it easy. Yeah, just make it easier, Yeah. And right. like maybe even like promo nights or something where you have um, like women's jerseys available for sale before the game, along with the men's jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys are doing like autograph signings, have both teams there. Yeah. Just get them involved. Yeah. Right? I, I think the, the best way to go about it is you have to you have to slowly introduce it and kind of go hand in hand like it has to be yeah. kind of affiliated and then maybe eventually the you know it can be their own thing like similar to with <clears throat> similar to the uh wnba yeah um but you got to start from somewhere and and like uh, again it's not the nhl's responsibility to grow this but it would be cool if they did you know yeah. so and like you have the chance to do something great for society here for hockey yes yeah right like hockey is for everyone isn't it yeah. <laughs> so prove it just Take the chance. Yeah, just you take know? the chance. Yeah. So um, let's kind of wrap this up here with the last question for our fans here. Yeah. Let's say they're new to the NHL, mm-hmm. new to hockey maybe. Why should they watch the NHL this year? Um, honestly, I, I don't think this year or even next year, any, I don't think any of these years uh, makes a, a huge difference in the sense that the only way you actually get into something is by starting. Um, mm-hmm. So... Why not watch the NHL, I guess? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think... When we started watching, we were just kind of introduced to it by, by friends, teachers, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then we just eventually started following the Sharks. Um, just pick a team and watch. Just watch. At least for this year, I have no personal investment. As you said, it's the dark days with the Sharks. It's yeah. right in the middle. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch Sharks games. And this, this is probably the first time I'm going to just watch what's convenient. And watch hockey. I watch hockey without expectations. You know what I mean. I I don't have an intense investment into anyone, and it's kind of liberating. And if you're a new fan, you're kind of the same way. So why not watch hockey? I Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a particular reason or you have to watch it this year. That's all. I would I would disagree. Really? I would say I have this year out of all the years we've watched. It's been what 15 years now. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the most. Talent I've seen in the league, I would say. You think? I think in terms of youthful, like or just yeah, the amount of concentrated talent and skill and excitement. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen a league like this in a long time. You know, okay. Maybe I'm biased. Yeah, because of who I, what I like to watch. Yeah, but like you mentioned, Connor Bedard. Yeah, that's one exciting player that's going to be starting this year, right? Can we talk about the rivalry between Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews? Both of those players are just now entering their primes. Yeah. This is like peak McDavid and Matthews. Yeah. And it's reminding me of peak Ovechkin-Crosby. Yeah. I was going to say, that was the example I had. Yeah. And not to say Ovechkin-Crosby's done either. Ovechkin's chasing a Gretzky record. Yeah. Crosby's going for cup number four. Yeah. On a stacked Pittsburgh team. Yeah. Like... The amount of talent there and i haven't even named all of them right like you give me a team any team um ottawa drake batherson mm-hmm. just had a killer preseason game yeah tarasenko out there redeeming his uh oh yeah redeeming yeah. his career claude giroux and claude giroux uh being the elder statesman now mm-hmm. and, and you know i feel like he didn't get his due in philly sometimes no and i think i hope he gets it in ottawa Corpus mm-hmm. uh, picking up a starting goal attendee. And then I didn't even talk about Thomas Shabbat, Timmy Stutzla. Yeah. Those are the core, along with Jake Sanderson, who they just give a big contract to. That is true. You pick any team in the league, even the terrible ones. Yeah. They probably have someone exciting and new starting. So, have you, would you say the league's become maybe not particularly this year, but in general, it's become a little bit more hyper-competitive and it, the, the bar has been raised higher. Is I that what think you're saying? the type of player that excels these days are more exciting to watch. And oh, every team, okay. it's been long enough that that's been the case, that yeah. every team now has someone exciting to watch. That is true. That, <laughs> the, the sport has evolved to the point where, it, it, like, it, you know that meme where it's like, oh, what are they feeding these kids? Yeah. Those kids are now playing hockey <laughs> professionally in the NHL. Yeah. Right. So... <laughs> Have you seen Tage Thompson and Buffalo? Yeah. What an crazy absolute animal. Yeah. And Buffalo still didn't make the playoffs. And it's like, that's not shitting on Buffalo. That's just how crazy the league is. Yeah. And to be fair, that division was stacked last year. Yeah. Like they have a solid chance this year of making yes. the playoffs. Yeah, they I do. think we talked about it in um, the previews. Yeah. But any team, like I, there's someone exciting to watch. Yeah. You know, even the two last teams in, um, the bottom three last year were what? Anaheim, Chicago, and... Columbus, I think it was. Columbus or San Jose? I One think, of them. I think it was Columbus. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's say those three, right? Yeah. Chicago, already talked about. Bedard. Yeah. Um, Anaheim's got Trevor Ziegres, Troy Terry. That's true. The Sharks, William Eklund, Thomas Bortolo, Columbus, Adam Fantilli, Johnny Gaudreau, Patrick Line. Mm-hmm. Even the bad teams have someone exciting to watch. Yeah. I don't think you can start watching hockey this year and be bored. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Like a lot of, there's some sports in general where it's just like, why the hell am I here? This is a long game. And it's just, it's almost like a background thing. Um, yeah, but I don't ever feel that way about even Yeah, Like you said, even the bad teams, I'm still going to watch the sharks games. If, Mm -hmm. if if it's convenient for me to watch them, yeah, I'm going to watch them. But just just today I was, um, taking a coffee break mm -hmm. and I was like, Hey, I wonder if there's a game on. It was, panthers versus senators preseason game mm-hmm. like screw it i'll watch yeah and i just saw, saw drake batherson yeah play like an insane game yeah. and i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> four point night Four. Oh my yeah. god did they score four so you assisted yeah, he on everything assisted or, or scored on all of them Jeez. dang <laughs> wow okay yeah so there's there's teams that are not necessarily making the playoffs but there's still something to watch there. And I think oh, that's yeah. what's good about the regular season too. Obviously it's easy to get caught up in playoff type, but th- there's a lot of unspoken talent, even in, on teams like, you know, Minnesota. Remember when, um, what was it? Krill the kid. Yeah. You Krill know, the thrill. Krill the thrill. That's what it was. Yeah. Krill the thrill. He like just put up that monster season and all of a sudden Minnesota was on the map yeah. and players were starting to sign there. And he's still exciting to watch. He's still exciting to watch. Yeah. That's what I mean. So The regular season is like hockey is back, and you can just enjoy. You can just enjoy good hockey. It doesn't have to be Pittsburgh, you know, Crosby, Malkin, or Washington, Ovechkin, TJ Oshi. It doesn't have to be that type of level. Just it's good hockey, and it's widely available. And you can pick any team. Pick your local team if you want. Yeah, pick some team because you like their color. Pick some team because they're your favorite animals. Their mascot. (laughs) You know, doesn't matter. Any team, someone exciting is there. Yeah, and. To say hockey is boring at any point, it's just not true anymore. You're not paying attention. You're not paying attention, yeah. yeah. Or you're not, you didn't learn the rules, whatever, you're not invested enough, like, it's just not true anymore. Yeah. There's, there's the, these kids are crazy and it's not just the kids, they're just insane amounts of talent that you won't see elsewhere. Yeah. You know. So, that's what I would say. If yeah. you are getting into hockey, this is a fantastic time to get into just it. start, yeah. Just start, <laughs> and I don't know how long this level of talent's going to last. Yeah, so I'd say start now. Yeah, facts. Okay, there yeah. you go. You know, it always comes in waves, right? Yeah. At some point, talent will dip. Yeah, yeah. So we're, up, we're we're riding the wave. We're going up right now. Yeah, catch on right now. We might be peaking soon. Yeah, like after this generation of like McDavid Matthews, it might dip. That is true. Know. That is true. Like we've in since sixteen, no, since fifteen. So, which is not even 10 years yet, actually. We've had McDavid, Matthews, Bedard. I think Thompson was also in there. Thompson, uh, Jason Robertson. Jason Robertson. Marner, Nylander. We, we could sit here and name players all day. Yeah. This is like in a level of talent that obviously there's talented players out there, but this is just untapped potential, I guess. Yeah. This is like, this is unreal. And like, it's not even talking about players who could have bounce backs like Patrick Line, yeah. you know? Yeah. Patrick Liney, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. There's a lot of talent out there. Just yeah. watch, just start watching. Absolutely. Do you feel ready? Do you feel, I feel checked in? I, I do. I do. Honestly, like I'm, I, I can't remember the last time I was this excited to start watching a season again. And the fact that I'm not particularly invested in one player or one team has made, has broadened my like expectations completely. And I'm like, I'm just here to watch hockey. I'm just here to just have a good time, you know? So yeah. I'm very excited. All right, last question to end the episode. Yes. Opening night, there are three games on. Mm-hmm. Which one are you watching? It is Predators at the Lightning, mm-hmm. Blackhawks at the Penguins, Kraken at the Golden Knights. I think there's a one very correct answer here. Blackhawks, the, Black Hawks. the <laughs> Penguins. Yeah, that's Connor Bedard and versus Carlson, Sidney Crosby and Carlson on a new team. Yeah, yeah. I was like, we're watching that. We're, we're watching that. Yeah, come on, the whole league's watching that. Yeah. So. And uh, when that game ends is when the Kraken Knights game starts. So if you want to watch that... I might just have to post up the whole... Yeah. (laughs) What is that, a Monday? Hopefully not. That's a Tuesday. Oh, God. Dang. All right, I'm going to have to get... And the Preds Lightning game starts at 2.30 p.m. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to catch that one. (laughs) West Coast, unfortunately. But Yeah. yeah, I might have to get my work done early and post up the rest of the night. All right, and we hope you all are excited. This has been Glass Seats. We're out every week and... Starting next week, we will be uh, back to our regular news episodes. We'll keep you caught up on all the stories of at the uh, of the NHL. Mm-hmm. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple, and Google. If you want to see our faces, we have YouTube and Instagram at Spud Network Podcast as a handle. You can check out this show. You can check out our other shows, and please just like, comment, whatever helps us grow the show. We'll catch you next episode. Bye.